0: Stop looking at me. <laughs> I'm not a particle. That's the name of this first episode. Stop I'm not, looking
1: at stop me. Stop looking at me. Stop taking me out of my wave format. Look away.
0: <clears throat> um, We're live. <laughs> it's TV 101. Just hit record.
1: <laughs> the most terrifying words ever uttered. Uh, We're live. <laughs> yeah. Do we need, we need like, an intro song at some point, you know?
0: Are you going to sing it?
1: No, no, I'm not. Maybe the dog will.
0: I'm hearing, like, Tom's Diner. You know, like... It's,
1: it's so NPR, isn't it? It's, like, NPR would take some, you know, folksy, folksy guitar and, like, intro their their next show and you thought it was relevant because it was this like folksy guitar and you're like, "Oh, I'm listening to world economics."
0: Hmm. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> I'm Shakti Sita. I'm Andrea. And we're live podcasting.
1: <laughs> well, this is, you know,
0: we 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 think we're fascinating. You know it's it's really a good teaching, which is you're just here to impress yourself. Uh, yeah and, and like we are we have the benefit of we both think each other are hilarious on top of like we know that we are hilarious and fascinating and fascinating and actually understanding
1: what we're each thinking about,
0: yes, which is a whole different thing because, um, what have we been obsessing about this week? Everything. Is that our segment? What have we been obsessing about this week?
1: Well, it's sort of like when I talk to you, I know you're going to get it. Whereas, you know, when I'm at the Trader Joe's checkout and the guy's like, so how's your day going? And I just freeze because I'm like, do I say it? Do I tell him? Do I tell him what I just listened to? And like, there's this moment when like time to stand still and everyone's waiting and I'm like, It's good. It's hot, and he's and like he and the bad guy like yeah, it's hot, and everyone's just so relieved because I have said something mundane and agreeable.
0: Appropriate answer (laughs) has been delivered.
1: I, I have given the appropriate answer at Trader Joe's, and now I need to get out. And everything's cool. Whereas I can, you can say, "How's your day?" and I can be like, "Um, I think I just glitched at the Scottsdale Mall."
0: Well, yeah. Elvis, Elvis walked in.
1: Well, I mean, that was the end.
0: (laughs) Actually. So this is a real thing. I've noticed that if you're really paying attention at some point, it's like the thing starts dissolving and Mm -hmm. it's time to go. Yeah, Like the, the machine sort of tells you when it's time Mm -hmm. you got to get out. And so there's this, um, the scene that happens actually at juicery like anytime i'm there too long because sometimes i'll just go and i'll just sit there for like a couple hours yeah and it's like all of a sudden there's like a dog with no leash and like it looks like it's smoked 10 packs of cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) like whose dog is this like hey how are you yeah exactly (laughs) comes over (laughs) and he starts asking me about my day and i'm like i gotta go it's hot (laughs) (laughs) I got to get out of here, but I'm talking to a dog. There's like these indicators. If you're, if you're watching them, um, like we were recently in Delhi, uh, and we were there for some teachings and they were really profound and amazing. And then, and then they ended and then like, it was just like very rapidly. It was like, Oh, it's time to go. Like you could just feel the, the sort of, um, dissolution.
1: Well, I mean, physically they're dismantling the room that we've been in and they're rolling up tonkas and they're, you know, everyone's clearing out. But then suddenly we find ourselves in, in a room. We think we're going to meet someone and we don't. And it just gets weird. It just, it gets a little weird.
0: And everyone's like, just, roaming around anyway it's funny we can go to a different example which is um here in Sedona you know we've run a couple of retreats out of the palace and a couple (laughs) I say that like it's been two it's been 10 actually the there was one where it was like time to go and we were wrapping up and then like 10 javelinas showed up And everyone's standing up to leave and like someone's crying and it's like, what's happening? (laughs) It
1: was, but the javelinas came in last and that was like the, okay, we got to We got to go. And, I remember I told Ian about it and he just starts laughing because he loves hearing about things falling apart sometimes, I think. <laughs> like, but it's real. I think it's just that reality. It's like you've had this totally heightened experience and everyone's had these insights and, and life-changing transformations happen. And then all of a sudden,
0: you know, it's s- over.
1: someone's freaking out we because go. like, they can't find their socks.
0: I think, I think the Irish exit applies to all situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like knowing when to leave is such a skill. And we could say that on like a micro and macro level, because it's also your own death point. Because mm-hmm. as yogis, you know when you're going to go. So you could say that knowing when it's time to, to exit even this, this particular life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my humble example was I was at, The mall, and I'd been there a long time, and I kind of felt like it was time to get out of the mall. I don't know why I'm going to mall. I've I've
0: gone to stop going to malls. No, no, she has a problem. Okay, this is we're gonna just like this is actually Andrea's intervention right now. (laughs) Enough. Well, <laughs> I think what it is
1: is because I lived in L.A. for 20 years and I just had access to, you know, stores and just variety and all that. And now I live in Sedona where there's food delivery, three places to go. And, you know, Whole Foods is is the scene like that's the scene is <laughs> Whole Foods. And so I'm I, I you know, I saw suddenly I find the mall and I'm like, well, I'm not ai don't like malls, but it'll do. And I found myself there, and I was messaging our friend Lindsay. And all of a sudden, this this woman walks by, and I'm like, where did she come from? She's kind of wearing a see-through dress, and she's holding this dirty wine glass, and she's drunk. And we're in Nordstrom's. And I'm like, is there a... And it's, no, but it's a
0: nice mall, too. It's, it's like not re- somewhere where you would see someone no, walking around like not that. not at
1: all. And I, to the point where I'm like, is there a
0: bar in Nordstrom's? No, you know
1: what this is, though? It's... it's I,
0: people are are such so not the people who are doing it like that person she's actually not a zombie she's like playing some she's, doing she's actually doing something yeah, yeah. it's it's like the zombification though is mm. very very real because no one else has a problem with it nobody i'm looking no around one. no one's clocking this right <laughs> right like i was in the sauna the other day the woman comes in and she's watching TV in the sauna. It's 115 degrees. I am melting. I'm like, how is this phone not melting? I, I'm literally sitting there like, I will outlast this phone. I'm like dying. I'm like, I wasn't even planning to be in there that long. And then all of a sudden I felt like I was in a competition with the phone. Like I was like, this phone's going to overheat. I want to know what kind of
1: phone this is because my phone will turn off. I'm like not it's convinced like she hot. was real.
0: That's the, yeah. uh, I, she may have been some figment of my own. Mind, yeah. Which everyone technically is.
1: Time to get out of the sauna. Time to go. (laughs) But she was there the whole time. The whole time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then the second I got out, she got out, and I was like, "Oh, come on." Did
1: you open the sauna and be like, "Oh, sorry, wrong sauna"?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking sauna time machines? We
1: we can talk about sauna time machine. We have a theory.
0: Sauna time machines are is one of our favorite theories. Um. Because saunas are definitely all connected. They all sort of have this same feeling because you're melting to death. And, <laughs> and they're wood. They have a nice cedar smell to and them. They kind of smell nice. Yeah. And um, you're not around a lot of people. Sometimes you have it to yourself if yeah. you don't have the person watching TV in there with you. Sometimes it can be crowded. You know, in Delhi, it was very crowded. It was
1: crowded, it was crowded in <laughs> but Delhi. But that was,
0: like, where the meetings happened.
1: <laughs> it's...
0: Anyone you needed to meet, you met in the sauna. It was the
1: only place we could meet privately. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. So that was like the small group meetings.
1: But I think also it's like it's it's indicative of allowing yourself to be in the void because you're in a small space. Your eyes probably are closed. Um, it's extremely hot, so you're sort of distracted by the physiological experience that you're having. And at the same time, it completely alters your reality. And it allows you to, you know, trip a little bit.
0: And I mean, we all really need that minute where we're not with our phones. (laughs) And that's why I'm like, why does this woman have her phone in here? Theoretically. Theoretically, (laughs) this is a time when you don't have your phone and you're not watching TV and you're not scrolling Instagram and doing whatever else you could be doing. So... Um and also most importantly, you're not being observed. <sighs>
1: this is what started all of this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so earlier this week, I um you know, I we I we both live in Sedona and um my husband and I have a beautiful house here and it's really great, but I, I realized it's definitely not big enough because my main meditation area is not private from anywhere else in the main house. Now we have the studio at back, which a lot of people have been to, but it's a public space. It's not like my private space. And, um, every time I'm meditating and he walks by, I'm like, what's something weird is happening. (laughs) Like, and you know, I don't get like, angry right away like you know the fifth pass I'm like all right yeah. enough like why are you going to the kitchen now what's happening like, <laughs> what are you doing state your business um but up until that point it's just fascinating to experience because as I'm meditating I'm sort of like like I'm like out in the I I'm 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 in a different space yeah. I'm in in a different experience. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily like fully in my body in that moment. And then someone walks by and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. who's that? And it kind of snaps me out of it a little. So Mm -hmm. I was talking to Andrea about it. And then I was
1: driving home from the
0: mall. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I remembered this quantum theory about waves and particles about the it's the double slit experiment right. and I will completely botch this so please don't write us crappy reviews because I'm not a physicist I know that we're talking about quantum things on this but like it's not <laughs> from any sort of <laughs> quantum things through our lens <laughs> through our lens <laughs> and our very obscured perceptions of it
1: but perhaps your lens is like our <clears throat> lens and that's why we're sharing this yes hmm. so
0: If you resonate, then great. If you don't, then just Just go somewhere else. Just hit hit pause. So, um, when light is being observed, it behaves like a particle. When light is not being observed, it behaves like a wave. And these waves can be quantum in behavior, they can have a whole different manifestation. Whereas, a particle, it sort of freezes in place. It's like, boop, I'm just a table, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. I'm just a Shakti Sita, nothing to see here. Well, it's finite. It's it's finite. It's definable in some sort of way. Yeah. And so my theory is that perhaps even we behave like that. Like when someone is observing us. So as very quantum and uh, interesting beings and beings of light when we become observed by something outside of us, a person or even a computer, because then it also gets weird. Like what does it mean to be observed mm. and who's observing? Um, then you freeze and you have to all of a sudden define yourself. And I know that people experience this because how often it's like, Oh, what do you do? What What do you do for a living? Or mm. like, who are you or whatever? And then everyone's like, uh, uh, uh I, I, <laughs>
1: How's your day, <laughs> Andrea? How's your day? Uh, Great. Uh, uh, it's hot.
0: <laughs> Appropriate particle. The, the dog walks by. and <laughs> smokes some cigarettes. Get, it's time to go. <laughs> Get you her out of here. You gotta go. Hey.
1: God damn it! I'm a particle again. Oh! <laughs>
0: So I think there's something to this.
1: No, I agree. But it's, I was thinking about it too later when, um, I don't know, later. And it's sort of like when you catch a photo of yourself that you didn't know someone was taking, you know, it's sort of like, what's your, what's your resting wave face? (laughs) Seriously. Like, you know, we're. I think also in our culture, we're so used to like being able to stage our selfies in such the right way. We can really, we really do have command and authority on the appearance we want people to see of us. Of
0: our particular <laughs>
1: <laughs> But then you see, but then you, you know, someone shares photos in the group chat and you're like, no, 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 not that, not that one. <laughs> I didn't sign off on that, no. And, but I mean, I've caught myself like in mirrors at stores just shopping. And I'm like, is that my shopping phase? Like, I look like my mom. Like I have my index finger pressed against my my mouth. I do that a lot. And I'm like, oh my God, my mom did that. Like, but when I was when you were telling me this about observe, you know, what when someone observes you being observable suddenly, and how that really does freeze you into a time and space, a limited time and space. Mm, lo, lo, loci loci not sure know. sure then it, it it does freeze you into something so who's observing you and how am I presenting myself to be observed so I'm pulling in the driveway and I've been like okay I've been driving and hopefully no cops have observed me and you know I'm just in a car. So have I just been in wave format the whole time I've been driving? But when I walk in the door and Ian clocks me, is that like, not clocks me, like hits me, (laughs) it sounded really weird. But when uh, Ian observes me and I walk in, does that suddenly make me a particle? And so I said to you, I I was like, okay, baby, make me a good particle. Here I come, here I come. (laughs) It's going to be good, right? It's not going to be like resting particle face. Yeah. And that's when you get really overthinking and self-conscious.
0: <laughs> well, then it's also, I mean, the meditator is also part of being a meditator is observing yourself mm-hmm. and having the self-awareness. And then, so what does that look like? And you know, if you're observing your own mind with your own mind, then what happens? Yeah. You know, it's like, does it, does the whole thing break? It's. I have so many questions so about Hall this. Of it becomes Hall of Mirrors. Wow. Yeah. 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 Did you feel it? I no, I saw it. <laughs> I,
1: saw it I saw Hall of Mirrors. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. How did we get in here? <laughs> the whole studio just turned into a Hall of Mirrors. <laughs> oh, there's a lady with a dirty wine glass walking <laughs> by now. And, <laughs> and There's Elvis. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Well, actually, though that, but when you brought that up to me, and this again was where I was like, "God damn it! Can we? Can I say that? By the way, can I?" S- uh, yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're definitely cool. an explicit podcast. Cause cool. E. As much as
0: I don't want to use f bombs, I
1: can't not. Can't help it. Can't not. It's highly pro- pro- programmed. Anyways, you brought that up to me, and I had been listening to like a Joe Dispenza podcast within the last couple of days, and that morning. I had journaled, because he kept talking about particle wave, particle wave, and, you know, I journal in the mornings, and so I I journaled to try to keep track of stuff, too, (laughs) like, but I, I wrote, I went to write, I am more wave than particle, because that feels so expansive, it feels so good to think about just the pure potential And so much possibility that I have absolutely no particleization of the opportunity. When I tune into that, like that sauna void, where everything's possible. And maybe there's a few programmed voices in my head telling me things aren't possible. But if I can just lean into that openness and expansiveness. It's like, what can't you do? Even if it's just in that moment of my journaling or meditation or driving or whatever it is that's relaxing me. So I go to write, I am more wave than particle. And my hand literally writes, I am more particle than wave. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm, but I was looking at it, and I was like, cross it out. And so I physically crossed it out. And then I was like writing lines in third grade. Like I will not talk in math class. It's like, I am more wave than particle. I am more wave than particle. I am more wave than particle. And then you bring it up to me driving home and I'm like, all right, psychic network. Like,
0: but this is the quantum entanglement of it all too. <sighs> which is, is that the name of this? Are we yes. About that? Okay.
1: The quantum <laughs> entanglement.
0: Because it's it's so real. Um how, how do you define quantum entanglement in your own experience, not as like a physicist?
1: I mean, I like the word intersection. Entanglement does sound a little...
0: Codependent?
1: Eh, I just think of like a, a, a cat with a ball of yarn, you know, just a little... <laughs> <laughs> <How> <laughs> I hazard. mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a work in prog- progress. But quantum entanglement... Um, wow, way to put me on the spot. We didn't rehearse this, by the no. way, you
0: guys. <laughs> this is actually just our voice notes.
1: I mean, what if it's this? What if it's In going... In podcast. <laughs> this we, is what
0: we would be doing over WhatsApp. I know. Except now we're just doing it.
1: Later, when like, we're really stressed out about putting out content for some reason, we'll be like, let's get the voice notes. We'll just publish our someone's, voice notes. Someone's... The unauthorized, the unauthorized <laughs> voice unauthorized notes of Andrea Schuch- and <laughs> Heavily edited. Heavily <laughs> 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 edited.
0: Every other word's redacted. (laughs) It's like...
1: How are you? I'm fine. It's hot.
0: (laughs) But it's like all spliced together. It's like, it is a hot (laughs) day. Hot day.
1: Which is probably what's happening. I'm not going to say that. Like, who's (laughs) listening? Who has my voice? Um, What if it's... We're all in this quantum void, say. What if we're all in this pure potentiality? And... What if we have a clear intention or a clear vibration or a a clear frequency, a clear direction, and somebody else has that same direction in that void and you meet up because you share the frequency and then you meet up with the other one because you share the frequency. Whereas if you have the frequency of, oh, you know, I suck or had a bad day, then you meet up with that frequency And then
0: like attracts like, but I, it's also not location specific. That's the power of the quantum entanglement is that a particle in Sedona, Arizona can be affecting a particle vibrating at the same frequency as we are all the way in New York Mm -hmm. or Dubai or India or on another planet. Mm -hmm. And so that's when it starts getting real fascinating.
1: Well, do you think it's like synchronicity or, um, well, you know, like I, we were, I was thinking about our friend recently out of the blue yes. and I messaged her. I was too. Yes, we were, we both, were both, we thinking, both were thinking about her and I messaged her, Hey, I have you know, I don't think you're on social right now. And wow, that shows me how reliant I am on social. <laughs> um, and how, you know, how are you doing? and it turns out that she's about to move kind of close to yeah. us from where she was living and i was like what
0: yeah no wonder no wonder you were coming into the field well yeah but there's um <clears throat> there's something actually there's this really wild theory about quantum entanglement that it can actually Invert cause and effect that the effect can happen before the cause.
1: Oh, like the spoon is already bent? Yeah. <laughs> like I already yeah. have my certificate? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Explain <laughs> the spoon is already bent because no one gets that.
1: Right. Well, we did spoon bending at one of your retreats. Winter solstice. Winter solstice 2020. Years 2022.
0: Years 2022. One. Oh my God. Uh-huh. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how confident I was. I was like 22.
1: And I'm like, uh-uh, it's cool. Um, <laughs> but we, um, we are, our, our friend Rachel came over and she taught everyone about spoon bending and, uh, we held up the spoons and well, you tell it too. Cause you've, you've actually, I only did the one time.
0: Yeah. So you, you take these metal spoons, they're stainless steel, they're proper spoons. And, um, like they're they, thick. You can eat. With you can spoons. eat with, <laughs> like you, as opposed to the ones that you don't eat with. I
1: don't know. Things get,
0: um, things get bendy in the quantum. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> and you get into the mindset about the space between the particles of the spoon. So you actually start looking at the metal for what it really is. Which, when you start breaking down the parts of it. It's actually very empty. Yeah. The metal has much, has a lot of space between each particle of metal.
1: And velocity too.
0: And velocity, it's moving. They're particles. So there's actual movement happening inside of them. And inside of a particle, there's a lot of empty space. So it starts getting like really weird. So you start thinking about that and you you start visualizing the space that actually exists in this piece of metal. And then you as a group have to believe that it's possible. Ideally you have a few people in the group who know it's possible because it also is based off of belief. Right. So I had done it before. Rachel had done it before. So I brought her in because I was like, we need two people nice. at least who know that this yeah. is not just possible, but it's like super, super easy. And Then you hold the spoon up and you can actually hold it from the base of the spoon. You don't even hold it where you're going to bend it. You can hold it where you're going to bend it, but you don't have to. And you visualize energy coming in through your crown, down your neck, your shoulder, your arm, to your hand, to your wrist, your your wrist, your hand, and then to the spoon. And then it's heating up the metal and making the (laughs) particles move faster inside of the metal. So now you have this visualization going. You're, You're sort of Melting the metal with your mind, and you are believing that it's possible. Then there's one more step. Well, there's technically two more, but the next one you have to yell (laughs) at the spoon. Yeah. Because you have to say what you want. You're putting your order in. Right. So, what do we want the spoon to do? We want it to bend. So, we hold the spoon up, we look at the spoon, we're melting it with our minds, and we shout. Bend really loudly, like really like energetically with a lot of emotion. And the whole room is shouting it. So we shout it three times, bend, bend, bend. Then we relax. So you actually put the spoon by your side and you're sort of just like holding it between your hands and you're just waiting for this moment. Cause what happens next is where the magic is. Mm-hmm. You let go completely yeah. all expectations. You forget what you're doing. You actually, you're supposed to turn to a neighbor, like talk about your dog, like your day, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so hot out, isn't it? (laughs) It Sure is. Nothing to see here. Now, what's so interesting about this? Right, we're taking our attention off of it. Right. So that's fascinating too, because maybe it's turning more into like a wave or something. Mm. Just a thought. Um, We're not looking at it. We're not looking at it. We're looking away from it. We're not thinking about it. But we have our hands on it because at some point, not that long after, within the about a minute or two after you do that, all of a sudden the spoon becomes like a noodle. Yeah. I mean like a straight up noodle. You're yeah. not you're not forcing it to bend. Just out of nowhere it will it just gives way. And yeah. when that happens, you shout, "I'm bending, it's bending," so that other people feel that happening, and all of a sudden it cascades, it becomes like a waterfall. Everyone's like, "I'm bending, I'm bending, I'm yeah. bending, I'm bending." And some people can um twist it like a noodle so it, mm-hmm. it it spirals it becomes like a spiral some people break it we had a few people actually break oh, the metal spoon yeah, yeah. um with their bare hands and, and not with not with force this is just happening
1: it's also an observed, like, so I think it was Brittany who, like, first bent it. I remember, I remember it very clearly because she's like, oh, my God, it's bending!" <laughs> and I'm watching it happen. And on the one hand, I, of course, get super competitive. And I'm like, mine's not bending. And I'm not good at this. But in a way, what was so great about that was then, at some point, I bent it. And all of a sudden I was just like bending them. It's just like, hand me a, I'm just bending. I think Lauren was saying that she went home and did she teach her kids to do it? I think so. So, I don't know, but one of the kids just started bending all their silverware and she's like, okay, you got to (laughs) stop. But the thing is, in a way, because it was such a, it was actually not happening for me when it did happen. I was like, okay, well, I could not bend this a minute ago. And trust me, I'm a strong girl. Like I was like, come on. (laughs) And it wasn't bending. And then all of a sudden it's like, you can't imagine it not bending. You're like, of course it bends. Well, you're like, how do, how do these things even work in real life? (laughs) I don't know how this holds up my
0: piece of food. (laughs)
1: Excuse me, waiter. I just want
0: to eat this ice cream.
1: Can you, can you give me a straight piece of silverware, please? (laughs) But yeah, but that was, that was, that became our little, our little we, mantra. Well, the
0: mantra became that the spoon is already bent because we had someone in the room come up who it wasn't happening for him. And he came up to me and he's, he needed a little, like yeah. a little boost about it. And I looked at him and I said, listen, the spoon's already bent. And he goes, Oh my God, mm. it is like, he's like, Oh, I just have to like, I don't have to do anything. Right. I'm like, Exactly. So we had already done all the work. The energy's moving in the room. The spoon's gonna bend. It's already bent. It's already done. It's already done. And then the second we said that, he did it. And so I think that's a little bit of I can't scientifically prove any of it, but what I know for sure is that for many of us in whatever area of the life that we're in right now, the spoon's already bent. Yeah you already have the house. You already have the relationship. You already have the job. You already have the thing. And you're just like bopping along and you just need to calm down because the spoon's already bent. Go, go walk the dog. Go do something else. Seriously. Because you're just waiting. You're waiting for that like moment when, when the metaphorically in this example, the spoon becomes like um, tacky a little bit. Yeah. You feel it. Like the metal heats up and it becomes tacky and it's like, go. Now you feel it. And so you're just sort of like, really like you put your order in and it's take, all happening But
1: you take your actionable steps yeah too. like whatever action and then the, the door you do. and you see
0: the door and you're like oh there it is yeah gotta go
1: you know I was talking to a friend of mine because she's you know she's just in a frustrating place right now she's trying to get a job and she's applying to all these places and blah blah, blah. and I was like you know what there is a date and time when this is resolved I don't know I don't know what it is and I don't you know there's a date and time. And I remembered how like, I remember when I was applying for colleges and how stressed out I was, you know, cause that's what we're taught in high school. Like that's <laughs> be stressed out. Yeah. And I was, I remember I was sitting in my parents' kitchen. It was March. And I'm like, I don't know. How am I going to get in? And I, for some glorious reason, had the thought, you know what? A year from now, you're going to have, all of the answers to the questions you have about this, about this, right? You're going to have, you you have a lot of questions, but that particular question (laughs) will be answered. And the next year I was sitting in my parents' kitchen, it was spring break and I was a student at Vassar and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, now I know that. Meanwhile, (laughs) I just broke up with my boyfriend and I'm all like heartbroken, but I did the same thing. I was like, well, a year from now this, cause I think it's draining. I think it's so draining. Totally. And you know, yes, we have attachments to outcomes. We're human. We're normal people. We want to see results. It's frustrating. Oh, but I think we have to like be our own counselor sometimes and just be like, yeah, this is a question. It's draining you. Guess what? there is an answer.
0: Yeah. And things are time coded. They are. We live in a world and a realm and a existence where time exists in a, Hmm. How do I put Sauna. this? Cause it doesn't exist. <laughs> time isn't real, but the way that we experience it, our perception mm-hmm. of this existence is that time is, is happening and that there's a kind of linear, um, movement that we're on some sort of a track and we could even put it astrologically or something, you know, like there's like things are time coded. There's, there's places and spaces that you're supposed to enter at specific times. Like I have said so many times, like going to India in November last year, Mm -hmm. if I had done that at any other point in my life, I never would have been able to get out of it what I got out of it. I would not have had the life changing experiences I had. Yep. I would not have put myself in the rooms I did. I would not have done the things I did cause I wouldn't know mm-hmm. or I wouldn't care. Right. Um, you know, it's only once you have a certain like perception that you're able to do certain things or, mm-hmm. or, um, there's a sequence. Yeah. And so just the spoons already bent. Yeah. But sometimes some things have to happen before you actualize that, before you like.
1: Well, here's and here's the kicker. You might not even notice the spoon is bent. You might set an intention and then something else takes precedence or like you get distracted or it's that thing that was so effing important. And then like suddenly three weeks later, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's done. That happened. It was so important to me. And I moved on to something else and it's just done. It's taken care of. And I, I forgot about it,
0: (laughs) you know, seriously. I, I mean, I, I had, there were a bunch of things that I was looking for. I was looking for the specific video from like 10 years ago. That's on a jump drive and, um,
1: (laughs) jump drive. No, seriously, I don't know. What that Isn't is. it like a
0: like a, like a USB? Oh. Isn't that what they call them?
1: External hard drive.
0: <laughs> no, it's like just like a little USB drive? drive, like a little USB like thing, flash thing, maybe a flash. Okay, anyways. sure, we'll we'll call it that. <laughs> Can I you don't tell know. We're not. We're. Not <laughs> I might be making that up. It's fine. I was an English major. <laughs> I was an English major too, yeah. except I did study film and media, and so I should know what what technology is called. But anyway, so I was looking for a um, I was looking for a video. And I was looking for something else too. I actually can't remember what it was, but <laughs>
1: it was, so important. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was so important. Yeah.
0: And then I had to switch tasks because I have someone here helping me out with, um, some of the Tonkas and the art that we have here. And I had to move a bunch of things around for her in mm. order for her to do what she needed to do with them. Yes. I found everything yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. I'm like, this is a joke. Literally, this is a joke. Like yeah. I, it was like I would like to find this, 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 and this, and then I found all of those things doing something else. Mm-hmm. That when I was completely unattached to finding the, I was actually like, I'll never see that video ever again. No, <laughs> it's it, fine.
1: And I think also, I don't know. I live a pretty hairbrained life. Like I just get these weird hairbrain hairbrained. hair-brained. You- <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you break it down, <laughs> it's spelled H-A-R-E, so like a hair, a, oh. a rabbit, like hair brain, like all, okay, all over th- the I'm place. glad we
0: are clarifying this, because I pictured like one hair, hair. on your head, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess that would be a weird life.
1: Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> I, live a, I live a very illogical life, I guess, a nonlinear life, like yeah. I get... I get these weird urges and inklings to like, for example, when I was in Scotland, we had like an hour in Inverness and there was this bookstore that I'd heard about that I really wanted to go to called Leaky's Books. And it's this big, I don't know, used bookstore with a spiral staircase and a few of us peeled off to go to Leaky's bookstore. I don't know why, but for some reason I had it in my head that I had to get Julie Andrews latest autobiography on this trip. I had to have it with me to read like on the bus or something. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing, dude. <laughs> and of course they don't have like, I don't know Leaky's book. Like they have like manuscripts from like 1645 and I'm like, I don't think they have a new Julie Andrews autobiography. <laughs> So probably not. I take off from the group and I find myself to a Waterstones, which is in a mall, by the way,
0: are all the malls connected? Too? I don't know.
1: Probably. Well, that's a whole,
0: cause I feel like every mall I'm in, I'm like, I could be anywhere. You
1: exactly. Airports, hotel rooms. I could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton. Oh, I could be in <laughs> Dubai, but yeah, I've, I got the book and then I got to the bus and you know, I'd had an hour and I saw a lot of Inverness cause I was like hoofing it. But to this day, I, I, um, I even asked a psychic once. I'm like, why? hi. And she didn't even have an answer. She was just like, you know, but I think it's this too. I think it's answering a weird call sometimes and just being like, I don't know why I need to do oh, this, but I need to do this.
0: I think we should, I have go. No, we should talk. I feel like this deserves its own episode though. Okay. It's anomalous action in a certain oh, way. Oh, the anomalous yeah, action. Yeah, because yeah, we it's, will it's, talk about that It's at like some you ha- you you get a call just randomly in the morning, like, what do I really want to do today? Yeah. I ask myself that every morning after sadhana. I'm like, I really sit with that question. I'm like, mm-hmm. what do I really want to do? And sometimes it makes no sense. Yeah. Like the other day I was like, I'm gonna take a ballet class. <laughs> <laughs> and it would no sense. I walked in the girl who owns the studio, she's like, Shock. <laughs> okay um, do you have ballet shoes I'm like nope I have socks <laughs> and then I'm like skipping across the room and like <laughs> Do it we was need great. to go
1: to the mall to buy ballet shoes?
0: <laughs> I think I would go to Amazon actually, actually for that. That's a good but point, yeah. you're just looking
1: for reasons. No. I don't think they sell ballet shoes. This though. is well. This is my whole. I, this I don't know. It's the same thing though. Like I don't know why I'm going to a mall. I don't know why I was obsessed with Warby it's none Parker of your business. For, exactly. Yeah. Like that's the thing. I honestly think some of these things are sent to distract me. Mm. And I think honestly, the the ridiculousness of the mall, like this the setting of the mall is basically it, perhaps it's like diametrically opposing. Is that the right terminology? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, Keep it's, going. It's the well, a mall, like what do you think of when you think of a mall? Well, you think shopping, shallow, like commercialism, materialism.
0: No, I think it's like it's like total, like existential. <laughs> like it's like it's like the seams. All I see is like white walls and like Armageddon plastic. of
1: humanity. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I love it. Well, it's, so that but that it, it triggers like total breakdown of reality.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like every. Everything we do, you and I, is pretty existential in terms of just our our interests and our, our our curiosities and our pursuits and the people we surround ourselves with. And even being here in Sedona, it's like, it's it's intense, but it's fascinating and expansive and cosmic. And I feel like when that shit's heating up, like I got, I'm like, I gotta balance it mm. with something. Normal, normal, yeah. mundane, 3D, yeah. something I grew up with, something, I mean, you're talking about you majored in film and television, and I mean, when I went to college, we had, it was like, you were you had kind of like a VHS situation, <laughs> like, I'm not going to know what a flash drive is. It wasn't is.
0: Final Cut Pro. No,
1: my God, no. I mean, we just, God, the internet was basically born while I was in Australia. Whoa. It was really weird. Yeah, I was in Australia my junior year. And one of my friends messaged me because we still – it was a form of email. I forget what it was. It was like a server.
0: The owl came to pick us it up. Basically.
1: <laughs> 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 you have an email? <laughs> yes. Um, oxen. <laughs> oxen arrived. But she, she messaged me and she was like, Um, I'm creating a web page and I'm like what is that I mean because it was kind of weird for me because I was I was in Australia I'm down under and like the whole fucking internet is exploding and I'm already very displaced (laughs) like
0: would the internet exist if you hadn't gone to Australia listen
1: who knows what quantum entanglement me racing across Inverness to get a Julie Andrews auto. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think that if, if we are being watched over by our higher selves and our guides, like they're just, they're just, they just want to be entertained. (laughs) Like, let's see. This bookstore is pretty boring. Let's send Andrea to Waterstones in a mall.
0: Cause we know she loves those.
1: Well, I didn't then. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's,
0: it's surfing something up, but it is no, there's power in doing, um, <clears throat> very normal things mm-hmm. after doing a lot of expansive work. And it's something that I always emphasize after we do intensives or we do like, Anytime that we gather, anytime that I attend teachings, I have to remind myself. If I go on personal retreat, I have to mm-hmm. remind myself. Like everyone thinks they're so unique that they go on like some sort of expansive life changing experience, and then they come home and they're like, "Nothing <laughs> is right and everything <laughs> sucks." Our poor
1: husbands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this house is too small. This- My
1: wardrobe's. Wrong. I have to have gluten-free granola every morning before 8 a.m and I have to do kundalini yoga and I can only use words that begin with d <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: just, it's if you really moved energy you are going to activate the polarity right and so it's so normal that it's to be expected and the ways to deal with that is yes, you can be, you can pretend that you're so enlightened and be like, oh, I'm just going to meditate this away. But for most of us, for the rest of us who aren't masters yet, sometimes that looks like having to get out in nature or read a book or watch TV or just like go to a mall, mm-hmm. sauna. I mean, landing back in Sedona, um, this time, the best thing that I did was I joined the Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have like this like Hilton membership where we get to pretend to be like hotel guests. It's, and it's, listen,
1: it's, it's like, great. it's amazing. Yeah. Because I actually don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't need quote unquote vacation. Like,
0: I don't know what vacation means. No, like I when mean, people are like, I'm going, I'm like, I don't. I've never been able to like, first of
1: all, I burn if I sit on a beach, but like just the idea of it being available is actually all I need. It's sort of like, you know, it's like playing house. It's playing vacation. Yeah. It's like, I don't really want a pool in my yard. Right. Because I probably wouldn't even swim in Did it. Did you
0: really just say that? Yeah. I just said that to Dan. What? Like no. two hours ago. Uh. I go, Dan, listen, we're going to just get this landscaper and we're just going to plant a bunch of beautiful fruit trees because like we've been putting off landscaping because it's been like, oh, we're going to get a pool in our yard and da, da, da. And I'm like, listen, no. let's just level with each other yeah. right now. Are we really going to get a pool? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's like way too much work. I don't want to maintain it. I like going to the Hilton instead anyway. It's not my problem. It's not my pool, not my problem. No, you know exactly. what I mean? exactly. It's great. And, like,
1: my parents have a pool. And that pool was just... It was, so much work. It was the center of so many domestic disputes God, between me I and my parents. Like, <laughs> you know, vacuuming the pool. It, I mean, but it, as a kid, I wanted one. I think that's another thing, too. It's, like, these things that we wanted as kids... That suddenly we are adults. And we can have them. We can have the things that we wanted. And I told you this the other day. I was like, you know, I almost think you have to sometimes satisfy those, call it mundane, things you wanted because you couldn't have them as a kid or you couldn't have them in your 20s because, like, whatever, you had some starter job. But for me, it was that Kate Spade bag. Like, everybody had Kate Spade bags. And I was like, oh, my God. And so, I don't know, I was driving past these outlet malls a couple years ago, and it was this weird... I think of my dog...
0: Are we getting all the malls out in the first episode? I guess.
1: I hope so. Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so, too. But I think of my dog when he does something that not even he understands, but it's this primal, like, sorry, but like our dog knocks, he would like... Hump my mom oh every my time, time she came to visit, but he'd
0: have us look on it's his like, face. I don't know why I'm doing yes, this. He'd have us
1: look on his I'm face sorry, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know why I'm doing this, and I'm like, I don't know either. But that's how I am going to the Kate Spade store, it's like my dog humping my mom. Oh <laughs> so my God. I don't know why I'm pulling over here, this magnetic pull, yeah. But it's like also satisfying that 21 year old who's still alive in me, she's still there, and just being like. You can have it, honey. You can have it.
0: I want to talk about this more in the next episode because okay, I have some good stuff for that. Like, that's
1: like, how do you even get, oh, having the pool. It's yeah. like sometimes the longing, you're so used to longing for something. It's like, that's what I'm attached to. Yeah.
0: And there's just like this pattern of like, well, now I, ha- I like, well, that was what I was going to do. And it's like, yeah. And I is mean, that really what you want though? Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is the self-awareness. Because if you just let the thing keep running and like your life is going to be, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, this isn't my life. Well,
1: I think it's also, you know, things take a long time to manifest. At least they did. Mm. Right. So now when we see what we can manifest and what is actually available, it's good to get clear and also just release the things that you thought you wanted. I mean, I thought I wanted this, like, huge Hollywood acting career. And it didn't happen. And a series of other events obviously took place. But I look around at my life right now, and I'm like, I can't imagine a better life for me right now. I really can't. And it was, there was definitely so many disappointments along the way, but I made peace with it mm. and kind of got past it. But the thing is, too, I think even when I was in Hollywood, even when I was pursuing it, I think that dream had passed for me already. Something I had had in my head at age like 16, 17, 22, 23. Suddenly at 35, even though I kept at it because I thought I was supposed to still want it, I don't think I really did.
0: How do we even know what we want? Wait, I'm having like a little bit of like with the wave particle thing, because when you're focused on the thing that you want, Mm-hmm. it's kind of trying to turn it into a particle, right? We want, right. Okay. We want a car. So then yeah. we're going to picture a car and then that will manifest as particles and it looks like a solid real thing right. or a pool mm-hmm. or whatever. But Kate Spade, Kate Spade. So <laughs> you're focused and focus and focus on that thing. And that's like the traditional quote unquote manifestation, right. Right. Um, game that people play. But sometimes you don't get the thing and maybe it's cause you're not focusing on it, but hear me out. Maybe because in, you're not focusing on it, the waves and the true vibration of who you really are and what you really are and what you really do actually want mm-hmm. is actually what's manifesting. Yeah. And it's cause you're not like focused and like obsessed with a particle or can you give an something. example? Um, well, I'm just thinking about even schools, sure, you know, like you are talking oh, about like yeah, getting yeah. into school, it's like, okay, I'm gonna go to this college, and it's like, am I though I don't know, I could go to any college right go to anyone right, and then when that doesn't manifest, it's like, well, maybe I wasn't focused on that hard enough. it doesn't you know, and i and and I'm just kind of getting placed in a better place. I don't know if that's making any no, sense. No,
1: and I think that, and I do think that's a little is, sorting hat or something. No, but I think that is like a real, um, a real downfall of the whole like law of attraction. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't visualize it well enough. Or right. I didn't but, want it enough. But like,
0: and it, but it's like almost arrogant of us to to say like we know what we want. Right. I think that's what I'm trying to get at.
1: Yeah. There's this line in Into the Woods, which is this on time musical where she's like but how can you know what you want till you get what you want and you see if you like it because the whole thing with into the woods is happily ever after like everyone gets what they want in act one and then act two it it falls apart (laughs) it goes to shit (laughs) It's that's funny. The drunk girl with the dirty wine glass is walking. Th- no, it's it, it really and oh, that's hilarious. So, like, the Cinderella is not very happy with Prince Charming. You know,
0: I think I think life starts when you get what you want and you're like, oh, that's that wasn't it. <laughs> oh. No, really, because it's an awakening. Because there's a moment where you uh, you kind of snap out of it. There's like a self awareness where it's like, what part of me wanted that
1: for and. I mean, what I'm feeling right, like what I'm having right now is like, I think it really is also the the realization, of course, of actually, you can have any material thing that you want because it's a material thing and there is a way to get it. And then you add, how do you get it? Well, I like to get it with integrity. I like to get it, you know, with my talents. And fulf- I, li- I would like to be fulfilled also. I'd like to really be happy that I have the thing, you know. Um, but I think also it's, well, it's like what you're saying before, too. It's like, well, how, you know, how do we even know what we want? And that's where the marketing tells us, or the advertising, or the other person telling you what's important.
0: I mean, yeah, or the family pattern, or the mm-hmm. epigenetics. I mean, it gets really deep. And so much of this world is designed to take you away from what you really, really want, which at the core of what every single person and every single being wants is happiness. Mm -hmm. Every single being just wants to not suffer. Yeah. And wants to be happy. And so the only reason you want any anything in your life is because you think it's going to make you happier. Right. So then you take the marketing and the layers and all that. And in the yogic world, that's called the Mara or the Maya, Mm -hmm. depending on what system. And it's this illusionary reality yeah. That says, oh, your happiness is over here. Oh, your yeah. happiness. happy get this and then you'll be happy. And then you wear this perfume and then you'll meet the man of your dreams and then you'll be happy. And then, you know, have these seven kids and then you'll be happy and, you know, whatever. There's yeah. all different things. And in reality, it's already, we already have all of it. Well, it's like <laughs> I, say the, my, I say to my clients, chokes like on us.
1: everyone, er, like not everyone, but a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't need it. I really don't need it. And I'm like, we don't need anything. No. Like, we don't.
0: We don't need anything. Which is
1: then, then I can pull back and be like, well, is it fun? Is it fun to stroll into Kate Spade and be like, all right, 21-year-old Andrea, here's <laughs>
0: here's your moment. Here's a bad girl. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you can just. Can, no, that, there's some healing. You, you can do things like that, I think, mindfully. But, you know, there's also just those, <laughs> there's a lot of, teachings and sayings around, if you have a car, you're going to have car problems. If you have a house, you're going to have house problems. If you have a Kate's bag bag, you're going to have a dog that poops in it.
1: Goddamn right you are. (laughs) Like in Andrea's case. Oh boy. It was such a classic. It was, it was so hilarious though. But I think at that point too, I had reached such a, a detached amusement of it all. Like, what did you do? Like, cause the thing was I had had a really good installation with a client. So I, I want to treat myself, but I think that's the other thing too. It's like, how do we even treat ourselves these days? Like D- Remington was telling this story about, you know, he, he heard from his publisher that they are going to publish in French. And so they went over ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wholesome. It's so great. But it's like, I, you can have, that's kind of the beauty of it is it's, it's, it's holographic. It's part is in the whole, like an ice cream can be the same thing as like buying yourself a car or something. It's, it doesn't have to be this, this, um, I don't know. It's the same thing. Yeah.
0: It's all relative.
1: It's all relative.
0: Should we end here? I,
1: I guess. I mean, have we left we're going to listen to this and be like, "Wait, you didn't finish that thought." No, but
0: that each, each part I think so, it's like the part is in the whole. The so I think are in the Exactly. So actually what we just did is we have now just like a um a progress chart. Um we have in astrology we have now just laid out the entire season of the show. Oh, okay. And so each individual thought will now become its own episode cuz we have 10,000 no, others. And if you
1: watch, if you listen, we'll have we'll have callbacks, which is like improv 101 is bringing back bringing back the the Kate Spade reference or the
0: the dog with the cigarettes. The
1: dog with the cigarettes, or the, the sauna time machine.
0: I think the dog just walked by. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs>